0: pw nation big joe with reggie banner once again for our battlefield pro wrestling podcast reggie how's it going my friend hey big joe how you been buddy long time no talk yeah it's been about six days minus our uh our tech escapades where we go back and forth throughout the week getting hey, each other other amped up yeah yeah. Six, six
1: days is a long time, you know, and a, and a lot's happened these last six days. And, I, you know, I, I want to publicly come on here and actually I owe you an apology. What? Yeah. So um you remember how, you know, last resort, my, my boys, championship material, they're not really my boys. You warned me about them. You told me, say, don't trust these guys. Don't hang out with them. And you know what? I turned my back on you. And I, and I apologize for that.
0: Yeah, I I knew you'd see the light, Reggie. It's just it I, I even, see it. It was just a matter of time. You're just there's nothing evil about Reggie Banner. I just can't. No, no matter not. no matter how hard you tried, it, it just it just didn't happen for you. But yeah, hey, they they kicked me out. So ah, not surprised. I appreciate that. You know, that's it's all good. Good to have absolutely. You, you know, doing the show with me here, and I just I wanted to tell you a story about uh, what transpired for me after we recorded the podcast last week. So I'm walking into the grocery store and it's that time of year where it's Girl Scout cookie time. Um, I don't know if you see these little Girl Scouts, AKA the future drug dealers of America peddling at the grocery stores. But I I swore this year that I wasn't going to buy any because it's just, it's a rabbit hole. You don't want to go down. So I walk in. They're in the lobby of the store, and they're like, "Hey, you want to buy some Girl Scout cookies?" And I looked her dead in her face, and I said, "No." And ah. then I went into the st- listen. I went into the store, and I'm walking around, and then it's all of a sudden, it's just like, you know, all I'm thinking about is cookies, cookies. Got to get, got to get. And then I'm justifying it to myself as I'm buying vegetables and and things I'm supposed to be eating and i'm like you know it's 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 for the kids it's you know it, it's going to a good cause you got to buy the cookies it's once a year, you, you so get no choice you have no choice so so, no by choice. The, so by the time i'm done with my grocery run buying you know whatever the normal stuff i need i get to the register and i'm like checking out i didn't have cash on me so of course i did cash back and i'm like yeah give me 20 back so i was like i'll go out and i'll buy 20 dollars worth 20 dollars worth couldn't just buy a box but i went out and it's like, do you want to buy some Girl Scout? Like, she didn't already see me prior to that. Like, but good for her. That's a good sales pitch. I'm in sales. She's <laughs> in sales. Have to respect the game. Got and to. I ended up, yeah, ended up buying four boxes of Girl Scout cookies because what, what, what kind you get? Well, I got two Caramel Delights, formerly known as Samoas. Don't know what, what went on with the name change there. I think it might have been a little insensitive. Um, and I bought one dosi dough and the other, I don't know what they call the other peanut butter ones, but they're like the chocolate covered peanut butter ones and uh the reggie's the reggie's are they really no they're, they're
1: called right. the red no, i don't know what they're called
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that i usually do thin mints but like i didn't i didn't get them this year because nobody else in my house eats them so yeah well uh, I, I i would eat them with you if you bought some all right yeah yeah cool so i mean i i lead a pretty boring life besides uh Battlefield Pro Wrestling, so that was the highlight of my week, and I couldn't wait to tell you guys about the uh, Girl Scout cookie story. So here we are. It's exciting. It's exciting, you know, for a fat guy. It's, it's really, <laughs> it's really exciting. But you know, you try, you try so hard, you know, to to behave and, and stuff like that. But then you know, you see them, and it's just like, yeah, they have the stuff you need, and you can't just, you can't get away from it. So anyway, hey. uh, we <laughs> are. Going to be a little bit busy tonight We have the back half of the Last resort show To review So we have About five matches worth to go over there And then we're going to jump into Just a, a, a light preview Of this student show that's coming up On Sunday That is Ooh. Sunday <laughs> Sunday, March, March, the, March the 12th 3pm at the BPW Performance Center Dojo
2: Same You'll be there
0: different spot. I am going to be there making my uh, commentary debut. Mm -hmm. I'll be doing play by play with my partner. Who's also going to be his first time. The rhinestone cowboy, Johnny Buchanan. Wait, do you get a OG Johnny Buchanan is a throwback. Like he sounds like he's commentating on the regional circuits in 1975. He is going (laughs) to be, he's going to be awesome. And, uh, you know, I get to do my 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 guerrilla monsoon impression. I I always looked up to that guy. Loved his commentary. Loved him and Jesse. Him and Bobby the Brain. Like so many good commentators. And oh yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, I'm I'm gonna be the next one on on the road to superstardom. So anyway, you know, that I will be there 3 p.m. And you, I know you'll be there too. Finally, oh, uh, I'll be there, baby. Get to chop it up because you're making your managerial debut with. With Ox Adams and yes, sir. Uh, interesting matchup he has uh coming up there. I, I noticed that. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of ourselves here. Putting the we're good, we good there. Putting the cart before the horse, so to speak. And yes, I said horse this time because last week. Yeah, we uh, last week with the Did you just call me a horse? Like I got Yeah, you so called me I was I was offended. I got so much feedback for that because people are like, calling Reggie a horse. I'm like, I didn't call Reggie a horse. You got I mean P- people, I, mean, are... I was acting like a
2: donkey.
1: You could have called me a jackass, you know, but not a horse, you know.
0: <laughs> well, now that you're over your championship material,
1: uh, obsession, maybe
0: th- there'll be no uh, more room for name calling,
1: no, no more room for that. I'm over it,
0: yeah. So, I was taking a look at the uh, the replay of the show recently. I, I usually watch our shows a few different times. This one, I wasn't there in person, so I- I- I've only seen it on uh, the STF media page and the Battlefield Pro Wrestling page. But, um, the, the matches, there's a few takeaways that I got from these matches that I, I didn't have the first time through. So it's like, every time I'm watching, I'm really analyzing the guys to see like, you know, what are the high spots and the, and the highlights of the matches. So we could definitely talk about that. I know you did a lot of analysis as well. And I mean, that's basically one of the main purposes of the podcast is to get out here, you know, do these reviews and previews and, and, um, get the information out so people can familiarize themselves with our roster. So the first Absolutely. match Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, the first match coming up after the intermission, we had uh one of my favorite guys that he's these guys are both actually BPW originals. They started with us on our first show back in 2015 at the the initial pilot launch and it's Brandon Scott versus Big Gene Snitsky. Now, Snitsky's kind of a a pillar here for us because he is his history with Offa and Offa's uh, father and, you know, the whole Samoan family and the, the wild Samoan training center. And then, um you know, working with Offa through WWE, all that stuff, you know, he's, yeah. he's the guy that's been around and he's going to be a part of BPW forever. And Brandon Scott, I mean, he's been a part of our roster ever since. And I believe he's done every show as well. Um Yes, he has. I, I thought so. Yeah. Brandon, uh definitely makes his rounds on the on the indie circuit he's had a few matches in wwe you know he's gotten opportunities to be to go up there i know he just posted a match the other day on his socials uh on nxt versus mustafa ali so he gets around for sure and um pairing these two together was very interesting this didn't go how i thought it was gonna go yeah yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if you want to go ahead and start us off, I'll I'll give you my input. Ab- absolutely.
1: You. you know, like sure. when I saw Brandon Scott versus Gene Snitsky, I'm sitting there, you know, at the commentary booth. I'm like, OK, this match, this is going to, you know, they're going to tear the house on these two. And it almost looked like every single hit that Brandon was landing on Snitsky, Snitsky was just absorbing it like
0: some type of sponge. Did he Brandon couldn't touch him? exactly yeah it was <laughs> it was a, it was the match was a minute and four seconds long from uh bell to bell it, and the uh the, the the plan now brandon's plan you know he was on the wrestling with savage on youtube and i watched that and then i i even shout said to too, savage shit, yep savage shout out to savage and then we got um Brandon Scott's game plan was going to be to attack the limbs. I mean, almost anybody that wrestles Snitsky is that's their game plan, especially if you're much smaller than Snitsky. And a lot of people are much smaller than Snitsky. Yeah. Snitsky. Majority of people are like six, what six, eight, six, nine, like two eighty, like two straight huge. muscle. Yeah. He jacked up. Huge guy. Um, Brandon. Tri- I mean, it was cute. He, he tried, he, that tried to hit him in the I back. Was and, cute. Yeah. Attacking <laughs> yeah, he the leg. did everything he could. The, the 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 shots to the leg that were showing no effect was was pretty crazy. And then from there you see Snitsky with it didn't take much. huge clothesline. A giant choke slap. Like I choked from the heavens, dude. Him. Yeah. He lifted him about fifteen feet off the air, uh off the ground into the air and then and then dropped that that elbow. And I mean they, Nobody's kicking out of that. You can count to 100. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, Snitsky picks up the pinfall. Again, very short match at a minute four. Um, (laughs) This next match, interesting. How long I going to last in
1: bed? (laughs) (laughs) So shout
0: out to Brandon for at least trying, buddy. (laughs) Good job, Brandon. (laughs) Next match, we had Brett Brett Azar from NBC's Young Rock making his pro wrestling debut. How cool is that?
2: We that have great, de-
0: yeah, debuting Hollywood actors coming in trying to make a transition into pro wrestling, and, and they're getting the opportunity here in BPW taking on superstar v Marino. Um stylistically, I thought I mean obviously Brett is tip top physical condition. We've mentioned it before. He the guy's like zero percent body fat you know V Marino it definitely you could see the you could see the metamorphosis in him the changes through his hard work and stuff in the gym but oh, he's yeah. not he's not as big as, as as Brett Brett had a size advantage um you know one thing cool about Brett that I noticed and I think everybody noticed it cuz I heard you guys on commentary those light up sneakers the light up sneakers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they lit up the whole match yeah I mean and they change colors and stuff that's that's really cool to be part like- of your It's like mood sneakers, you know, like every time he would hit a move, like
1: blue, blue, blue. We'll come back. he will do something else. A V Marina and turn yellow. It's like they they
0: were just going with the vibes of him. Yeah, it's true. And like, it's hard to take your eyes off of that stuff. So uh, I wanted to to shout out the sneakers, Brett. Everybody wants a pair of those shoes. So hook us up, man. Please Um, do it. Yeah. It started out with a, a nice double leg by Brett. And then into a hip toss now. And then I, this was typical V Marino, like with the the, the chicken shit stuff. Like he, he escapes the ring, rolls under the ropes and tries to gather himself. I mean, how many he, matches he, he, have we go ahead? All of, all of them. You know, he, he does that for every match he's in. He has to
1: escape. He has to regroup. He has to refocus. And I, I think it's a mind game, don't you?
0: Yeah, it, it, it can be. But at the same time, I also think it's a way for him to break the momentum. Of of his opponent because like it looks like Brett was getting ready to string together the, several different moves there, and you know V having the wherewithal to get out of there it, it's it's intelligent on his part but like I said it, it's it's a chicken shit move like get, stay in there and fight dude like I don't know whatever. Yeah, whatever you know we we saw we saw the huge drop from Brett to V it was kind of like a I'd say a pump handle drop almost like. I, I don't know. It was <laughs> definitely a unique move, but he dropped him right on his back and V escaped again. Yep. And, right out. Yeah. The crowd really let him have at that time. Um, <laughs> he uh, having a hard time getting any offense going was V Marino in this one. Uh, there was a huge vertical suplex by Brett, um, but then a little bit of a turning point. Brett missed a, a, a big splash in the corner. That's when uh, superstar V Marino started getting a little bit of started showing out. Yeah. Yeah. He thought, and then he almost had it there with the pile driver, but he, he couldn't, he couldn't get him up uh, again. Brett just way too strong, just way too strong.
1: And you know, and V's pile driver, that's a thing
0: of beauty if he hits it. Well, sure it is. And I mean, that's, it's a move that, uh, you know, we go back a few decades, it was, you know, a very, devastating maneuver that a lot of people adopted as, as their finisher, but then it's been, it's been outlawed by some companies and, you know, you don't see them too much, but you know, with him, he doesn't care if it's, if it would be outlawed, he'd do it anyway. So yeah, exactly. He don't care. Yeah. We have that going for us. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's going to hit with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, he, he debuted that against, uh, Steve-O and, um, Steve-O's actually uh, been out of action. So, uh, you know, best wishes for him to, to heal up quick and get back. Um, from From think here, though, after the... They're going hard, you know? Yeah, yeah. Those pile drivers. Oh, horrible. <laughs> yep. So, Brett hits the big spear on V and then locks in the camel clutch. Now, what do you think of this as a finisher for Brett Azar? It's beautiful. It matches
1: his chic personality. I mean... The guy plays the Sheik on Young Rock, right? He does. So why not use the Sheik's finish move as his own?
0: Yeah, he, he really, you could tell that he really put the time into uh, so learning out, it. Yeah, to, to exactly. Because execution is is what a finishing move is all about. So, you know, being able to lock that in and really know how to apply the pressure and stuff like that. V Marino, there's no getting out of that. He, Let's he, he
1: got V Marino to tap out. That, that's a
0: huge thing to do. Yeah, yeah, subbed them at, and he broke him with that spear. He did, yeah. This that was a nice setup too. I mean, it's just again, it's all damage to the solar plexus. So the stomach, the back, it's all tied together. All those muscle groups and stuff like that. So you That's go from right. the spear into the camel clutch. All that pressure pulling back on the neck. There's, it's it's not a good place to be in. You don't want to be on the business end of a brede's or a camel clutch. I'll tell you that. No sir. So Brett picks up the submission there, and then now, um. The, 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 my least favorite segment in, in professional wrestling. Like this to me is, is, is worse than Ms. TV or anything. Oh, jeez, It's that uh, bad, I mean, huh? The, the Jericho highlight reel, all this stupid, all those stupid shows that they do on pro wrestling, but like it, the program, it, here we go again with this oh, guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Inviting out, uh, invite, Inviting these kids out. Yeah, Urinagi was the, I would say guest, but victim again this time. Um, and walk us through this, because I'm getting disgusted even talking about it.
1: Sure. So, okay. Crow comes out to the ring. He offers a quote-unquote challenge. We all know how that ends usually. This this young kid named Urinagi answers. I don't know if he's Japanese, Mexican superstar. Uh, I, I don't know what he is. But anyway, he comes to the ring. As he's making his entrance, he does a little roll to the ring. Pro just blasts him with a bit with a big boot right to the face. And asks his, you know, gets on the microphone, asks BPW management, "Is this really all you guys gave me? Is this really all you guys gave me?" Just taunting this kid. And then, you know, to make matters worse, I don't know how many times did he dropped that kid on his head. Three. Um, I believe so. Yeah. The. The, the muscle busters. The muscle busters, yeah. Two or three times to the kid's head and then decides, hey, let me just continue. Just, you know, assault this kid. He puts the microphone in the kid's face. Yuranagi is like, you know, screaming in pain. Matches over. The way he pins him, he stands on top of him. You know, just one one foot on him. Counts to one, two, three. Then he proceeds to go try to move a chair. Thank God the referee stopped it, but it, it was just disgusting, man
0: it was exactly that's exactly my point and i'm i cannot wait until somebody his own size actually shuts him up i I mean it's coming it it has to be you know they they can't keep doing this to all the all the greenhorns you know going out and uh, on this show and then the, the other thing too again it's it's a sneak attack by by lucius crow i mean they 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 don't even have a chance to Get established no. in the ring. Uh so obviously by the way,
1: he, he calls his muscle buster the nevermore.
0: The nevermore. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what he calls it. Okay. Well, well the, the nevermore then. We uh we'll take note of that and uh you know hopefully we won't be seeing too much more of those uh anytime soon because like I like I said, what you did with that. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, you know, like I said, somebody gets a gets on there, that's his own size and Starts to shut him up. So we have our next match here at last resort was the kingpin, Demarcus Kane versus Homicide. Oh, vet- oh what a banger. Two what a bangers, right? Two veterans. This match, you know, a nice back and forth between these between these two. Um it, I, Demarcus was able to get a bit of an advantage from the start um the homicide bit his hand <laughs> he did how about bit a little dirty
2: <laughs> as,
1: you know as always I mean that's his style I mean it's uh the call him the Latin Terry he lived up to it you know
0: yeah for sure I, I saw that uh you know but he he was getting them with rakes to the eyes rakes to the back uh-huh. uh, all kinds of little things I mean uh BPW referees might need to open their eyes a little bit but Whatever, I mean, it is. But, what it but is. really,
1: like, I mean, what what else can homicide do against Demarcus? Demarcus Kane is what two sixty five. Homicide's two hundred five. You got to he had he had a win.
0: Yeah, I know, I get it. Um, they definitely have to do what you got to do, but I mean, yeah. he, he they he had him in the corner, and you know he raked his back, and then he went for the tornado DDT. Got Demarcus was able to reverse that, which rule like it was nothing. Yeah, the, the guy's so strong. And um, then, and again, I mean, we were talking about suplexes last week with uh, Encore and Casey in their match, but it, DeMarcus Kane, it was another beautiful stalling vertical suplex. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and I know you say this all the time, but, like, the blood rush into your head, that's that's got to suck, man, because after you get dumped, then you're trying to get your bearings about you. I mean, it dumps you. you. Yeah, you've taken those before. I mean, you're just—I would imagine—you're all disoriented. Yeah, because when you get
1: slammed like that, the first thing that comes to your mind is like, "Okay, where the hell am I? What am I supposed to do next?" Then you realize, "Oh wait a minute, someone's counting. I'm at two. I need to kick up." By instinct, you know, you just roll your shoulder up. So yeah, that's how that's how it goes with that move.
0: Yeah, I, I can imagine. I get dizzy standing up sometimes. So, uh, Jeez. get your walker. <laughs> <laughs> so if I was if I was being hung upside down for for a good minute or two, it, it probably wouldn't bode well for me. But no, nah, probably um, not. <laughs> anyway, back to the match. Sorry about that. Uh, not to get off on a tangent, but uh, the the massive vertical suplex. You know, Demarcus had him in the a, a backbreaker stretch over his knee, really stretching him out. That obviously yeah. painful. You know, but again, homicide to the eyes. You know, little. Little pokey poke, a little scratchy scratchy.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: that, uh, a little dirty playing. <laughs> uh, always. And and that's when, you know, he st- he actually did land that tornado DDT. And um it, that was a, a very big impact move here. DeMarcus he reversed the first cutter, which was freaking beautiful. And then that was right into a running power slam. What a beautiful move that is, too. That oh running my God. power slam pitcher. Yeah. Picture esque, if so to if if you will. I was Um, actually surprised how much I kicked out of that. Yeah, me too. And then you know the turning point here ultimately was Demarcus went for the, the, I I would call it like a swanton swanton bomb because it wasn't a santon. It was definitely more of a swanton. It was more of a swanton. Yeah,
1: the way he landed.
0: Yep, missed that. And they missed it. Two cutters from. That's going
1: cutter puts you away, man.
0: That's a wrap, man. Two of them, you're you're done. Put in the bird and that was it ended it but what a great match it's it's so it's so awesome to have uh guys of this caliber on our roster you know absolutely month in month in and month out demarcus Kane, big future for him homicide he's been doing it for 20 some years now and i mean he just continues he can go with anybody you know young old it doesn't matter he he still got it yeah you could tell i mean to knock off demarcus Kane isn't an easy feat but you know, Homicide's still out there getting things done. So, shout out to Homicide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, speaking of picturesque, Reggie, why don't you tell us about our newest sponsor? Oh, man.
1: I'll be glad to. So, these sponsors, our new sponsors, their slogan is, you know, they paint your, your story for you. It's a studio art photography. They are based in the Pocono Mountains, and they do pictures for you, portraits for you for weddings um your family your kids and, g- and check this out joe even your pets yo so yeah if you want to get in touch with studio r photography you can go to their website studio or you can email them at studio photography 621 at gmail.com
0: awesome great to have yet another sponsor like i said before sponsors are all you know jockeying to get on the the BPW train. They know our reach is growing and uh good time to to be part of the part of the the, the team here. So we appreciate we,
1: all, You and I all should all get pictures them. with them.
0: We should. Yeah. I I actually can use a headshot done and um yeah. I mean it's not a bad idea. So <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And it's good to have these resources. So um the the next segment here off a of, came out and made a big announcement. Now this is a huge announcement for all of us here because we are going to be live on pay-per-view starting in March at, uh, March 26th at crash March course. 26th. Yeah. Offa signed a deal, a two year streaming deal with premier streaming network. Um, so you can sign up for premier streaming network. There's an app, simple app. I downloaded onto my phone. Um, also the website, I believe it's premier streaming network.com. But uh, yeah, if you just type in Premier Streaming Network on the App Store, uh, it'll pull right up and you can get it there. A lot of content on there. And soon to be, you'll be able to get all your BPW content on there as well. So that's awesome. You know, the pay-per-view deal coming up. Um, Shout out again to our crash course coming up here in just now 16 days, March 26th. That is going to feature Sabu. And Brian Kendrick, how cool is that to have uh oh, yeah, a, another cruiserweight showing up here at PPW?
1: I love Brian Kendrick, one of my favorite
0: wrestlers growing up, and awesome guy in person, too. Yeah, that's what I heard. I, I've never met him, uh, Office speaks very highly of him. I know they're good friends, and uh, you know. It, just so the the level that he performs at is unbelievable. He was on top of his game in WWE just a few short years ago with the Cruiserweight mm-hmm. Classic and all that stuff. So, D awesome. Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick for sure. So we'll see what uh, what he's going to bring to the battlefield and the suicidal, homicidal, genocidal Sabu. Oh. Sabu is going to kill it. Ah, uh, what a legend, man! Like I anybody like we all grew up with uh like ecw wcw wwe and like you know ecw was so cool because it was like it was its own thing it was edgier it was hardcore Mm -hmm. you know so everybody knows all those guys we already had dreamer we have nunzio now we got sabu coming and it's gonna be gonna be awesome for him to make an appearance here for us too so once again that's uh march 26th at uh the BPW Performance Center, and uh, bell time, as always, 5 p.m., doors open at 4, 4 p.m., so.
1: It's funny, though, um, speaking, speaking of uh, Sabu, like,
0: I didn't really start
1: watching wrestling until I was about eight years old. I was born 92, so when I started watching it, it was like ECW on TNN, and I remember the first time I turned on, turned on ECW, I see just Sabu dropping off a of barbed wire, so I'm like, what is this guy doing? This is right. an eight year old kid geeking out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and now to actually be at a show of him on March 26th, this is like BPW is where you come to make your dreams, you know, make your dreams happen. Like, I know you meet your heroes,
0: man. It's, it's crazy. It is. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And it, like, there's nothing better than marking out at, at work, you know, <laughs> so like, it's, Oh my gosh, that's so-and-so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I can't wait. And uh, that's going to be a great time we Have the last match here. The main event from Last Resort was, of course, the table led by Offa Jr., uh, consisting of Jacob Fatu, Sean Maluda, Lance on Hawaii, and they took on championship material. Your former boys now, not <laughs> my Champions- boys anymore. They turned on me, yeah. Championship material Vinnie Mack and the closer Joey Martinez, uh, Mr. Ruta and Bull James. So, this match basically went how we thought it was going to is it, it was a grudge match. Um, I heard, no, I know I heard that there was a little fisticuffs at the show prior to the match. What, what, what was going on there?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I'm, it's, it's hard, you know, or are, are in a mission where people are, you know, saying hi to the fans. I'm getting up, I'm getting to go to the bathroom. And as I'm getting ready to go to the bathroom, I hear just chairs moving out the way and just fighting. I see, um, Vinnie Mack and Sean Maluda just, just throwing hands in the crowd, just fighting through the crowd. You know, just it, it boiled over, and these two were just kicking each other's asses.
0: That's I've what I've never seen anything like that before. And do you know who, who was the instigator in this case? You know,
1: much as I hate to say it, it was I, I want to blame the whole thing on Vinnie Mack, but Sean Maluda, you know, he had to retaliate. He had to retaliate.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Why? Who would you, who would you say was the skater? I don't know. I thought, uh, you know, I I don't know if 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 Sean just finally had enough and and just snapped and just attacked him, you know. And
1: that's kind of what I say. But like, can you really call that? You know, this 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 is this is good. Reggie Banner talking to you. Can you really call that instigation? Or could you call that? That's that's payback, right?
0: Yeah, it's payback. He, he's trying to send
1: a message before the match. Yes.
0: Yeah, whatever, because I I also heard before, you know, at the beginning of the show, you know, Vinnie Mac jumped them again. Like, yeah, this, I, I don't know if it, full it, it's full circle, man. If you listen to this podcast, Vinnie Mac, I hate your guts. I, I really do. You suck. And I hope Sean Maluda kicks your ass next month or no, not next month, this month. Two weeks, baby. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. But is, it's a street is, fight. This guy pisses me off so bad. I had I had one of my friends razzing me earlier today because he went back and listened to one of our podcasts where Vinnie Mac was shitting all over me. It's like, oh yeah, They're like get out of here. This is I'm my show. This is my show. Hey, this is my let him show. Hey, your show too. It's our show. I, I, I invited them, but that's okay. I'm not taking Vinnie Mac's shit. I don't care oh, yeah. if it's on a podcast or not, but it, yeah, Sean, I I love Sean too. I mean, I'm I'm biased as far as that goes, but Sean was on our first show. You know, I did a podcast with him back in 2015. Uh, Sean's just a great guy, and I hope he mm-hmm. he finally puts an end to this. So you know that that's going to be it too. Coming up at Crash Course, it's going to be Sean Maluda versus Vinny Mac in a street fight. That's gonna that's going to be ugly, great, brutal, brutal. So anyway, we have. uh, Mr. Ruta coming out and he kind of took his tie off, took his overcoat off and whatever. <laughs> and, uh, he was ready, you know, trying to buck <laughs> up all, all 100 pounds of them. So, yeah, 100,
1: 132 pounds. So when the match was happening, we were still boys. And he told me he put on 30 pounds of muscle and he waxed his head. So he was ready. 30 pounds
0: of muscle where 30 his big toe, each <laughs> toe, each toe was 17.2 pounds of muscles. Okay, well, that makes makes a little more sense, but Scott yeah. Steiner taught me how to do math. Yes, yes, the Scott Steiner School of Math. That's ph- that's, that's right, phenomenal, phenomenal. Uh, Maluda and Mac actually started this this match off, which uh, not surprised because you know it was just th- th- there's no way they were going to be able to contain each other, you know, from getting at each other. I should say nobody was going to be able to contain them from getting at each other. So yeah. you know that's. Just led to another, you know, Jacob Fatou is so blessed as far as like, I never, this is embarrassing, but I haven't seen much of his work. Um, And to see like a show of his, like actually live, I was just like,
1: what do you start? His suicide dives, his moonsaults, like where his power,
0: his speed. Yeah. The the handstands. (laughs) The, the springboard handstand moonsault, like, standing still. Like, I mean, it's, it seems amazing.
1: And the guy is so such a big man, too, to move like that. He moved, he The way he was
0: moving, he should have been in the ring of Encore and Casey. Exactly. It, it's it, Those are the types of moves that he pulled. I mean, Offa does the same thing with the top rope moonsault suicide does. Like, 300-pound men are not supposed to be able to do that stuff, man. No, they're not. Yeah, it, it, their genes are just... Superior as far as when it comes to they're athleticism. Going, they're,
1: they're going to teach you and Big Sean how to do moonsaults. Oh Jesus! Oh, I'll be
0: out. I'll be out of action for indefinitely.
2: <laughs> oh
0: God! I, I'll I'll probably get a nosebleed climbing up the ropes. Nah, you'll be okay. I'll, I'll cheer you on. <laughs> nice. Have some. Have some moral support. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So this match going back and forth. You know, I'll. Every member pretty much got their licks in at one point or another. But we fast forward here to the end of the match. Um oh, gosh uh, Maluda Offa Frog Lance, splash. Super kick. Super <laughs> kick <laughs> by Offa. A frog splash by Maluda. Big splash by Lance. Big splash by Offa. Moonsault by Jacob fatu Poor Mr. Ruda, man. That's all she wrote. He was done. Done. KO'd and um, you know, on a serious note, he he was a little banged up after that match. So, Mister Ruda, yeah, feel pray better my, to him. Feel better, my friend. Um, uh, hopefully, you get you get better soon and get back at it.
1: Uh, I've I've talked to him a couple of times since since the um incident, and he told me, you know, he's feeling better. But he was like, it was just an amazing opportunity to be in the ring with these guys. You know, even though he got a little banged up, but hey, sure, it's part of the sure. business. You know, why we it
0: did, is. We love it. Yeah, it's it's full contact. It's definitely not ballet. So, um. You know, those things happen from time to time, but glad to hear he's on the mend because uh, he is the ringleader of championship material. So I know I know those bozos need him. So anyway, that wraps mm-hmm. up Last Resort, Reggie. And then, uh, you know, like I said earlier, we had the uh, preview coming up for the student show, the BPW Futures coming up here just two days away, 3 p.m. I'm, I'm the... so excited. Yeah, me too. It's going to be awesome. You and I are making our debuts as far as... Um, you being a manager, me being a commentator, so we have some matches here to announce. Now, speaking of Vinnie Mac,
1: he's going to oh, take hold on... on. Hang oh. on, I'll cut
0: you off. Did you yeah. know we sold out in 17 hours? I did know we sold out in 17 hours. That's freaking yes, amazing. sir. Yeah, the demand for BPW wrestling is definitely here. Um, that that's fantastic. So everybody's coming out to see all of our guys here at the the BPW Performance Center. So. Um, super exciting! Now some match announcements here. We got Vinnie Mack taking on the Philadelphia Playboy, the Woo! man himself, the national treasure, Mister Swivel Hips. I, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a thousand nicknames for this guy by the time. Mister Swivel Hips. Because every time I see him, I'm like, that guy's money, man. Just money. <laughs> you like the Playboy, huh? He's just so awesome. I mean. The guy just doesn't give a shit. He goes out and does his thing, and uh, he's taking on Vinnie Mac, and I- I'm just sitting here looking at the-, the poster right now, and Vinnie Mac's stupid smile is just <laughs> just irritating me. Hopefully, you maybe we can get a picture of him after he gets his ass beat, and then we could use that as his new picture. I like that idea. Yeah, there we go. So that's one match, and then we have uh, the debuting Arson Kruger versus Superstar V. Marino. What do you know about Arson Kruger? The kid looks like he's... In pretty good shape. Tell yeah, it looks like poster.
1: Wolverine, right? He does. Yeah,
0: yeah, he does. Yeah. That, that's perfect. Let me tell you something about this kid.
1: I was I was at the practice on Tuesday watching Arson Kruger warm up. I tell you what, man, this guy has like a springboard built into his body. I've never seen someone move so smooth and so quickly and so agile at you know what his his first first wrestling match ever. Yeah, like he's it's gonna be fun watching him. But he needs to be very careful fight, you know, superstar V Marino because v, V's been around the block a little bit. So
0: it's going to be a good match. V Marino with his luscious V mullet. of hair on his chest. Yeah, and his mullet too. Um, yeah, That's going to be the the, the the difference in that's going to be if Arson can avoid the pile driver. So looking yeah. forward to that one.
2: But well, yeah, Like I said, and... he's a
0: slick kid. He might be able to. Yep. For sure. Two more debuting stars here at BPW. We got the, now I might get this wrong because I'm not on the intellectual level, but the intellectual interrupter, JJ Smith. Oh, man.
1: JJ Smith, the, the man, the myth, the legend.
0: Yeah, he he's another one that looks like he needs a punch in the face. Like, yeah. I, ugh, God, he, he's taken on Kai Sky. And uh, th- this, two, again, debuting stars. We'll see uh, how this one plays out, but and yeah, J- don't
1: let Sky Guys looks for you. That guy is a cruiserweight at heart.
0: Okay, yeah, that's going to be exciting to see. And you know, JJ Smith coming out, and you know, I, I heard the way that he talks down to people and with his condescending, because he's an educated young man and uh, he lets you know about it. So
1: let me let me tell you about JJ Smith. Imagine this. I'm going to paint a picture for you. Combine Damian Sandow. With Fit Finley, and you get JJ Smith.
0: That's a unique combination,
1: it's very unique. Okay, look right. out for his finisher move.
0: Well, I'm still pulling for uh Kai Sky, so <laughs> I don't know. JJ is my guy, we have that going for us. Um, uh, next matchup we have scheduled for you two uh veterans of BPW here the closer Joey Martinez of championship material taking on Dio Bando from Primetime Heat. Oh, yeah, that should be a very good Ooh. match. Um, super interesting there. Uh, gonna be fun. Gonna be fun for sure. We have, oh, here we go. The The match that we interviewed these these guys last week, uh, Uranagi and Bryce Redis versus the Trumpets of Apocalypse, Lucius Crow and Phil Insane. Um there's only one way I see that going, unfortunately, for Hironagi and Bryce Reedus. It's, it's not good. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they were they were on here the other week talking about, uh,
1: you know, that they sent a chance or anything. And I saw these guys on Tuesday warming up, and I went over to them. I was like, yo, I'm like, what do you guys really think is going to happen with this match? And you know what? Bryce Reedus got in my face and said, Reggie, you come to the show, you watch us get a victory. I'm like, these guys, they really think they're going to win.
0: It, dude, if they do, the place is going to go. It's going to go nuts. Bananas. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be crazy. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, it's one of those things where, like, you, you you have to bet with your head and not your heart type deal. So, it's yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, and then the, the third member of primetime heat will be taking on one half of. The South Philly's finest SPF Luca Brasi. So Trey Heat took on uh, Jimmy Conway at uh, Last Resort, and um, the cheap shot by OG Co Red uh, knocked Conway out, and uh, Trey was able to pick up the uh, pick up the victory. So now Luca's coming in to try and uh, avenge his his brother's loss there. So uh, any predictions on this one? You know, I'm rooting
1: for Luca. On this match 100% because you know My client The Ox is also taking On someone from Primetime Heat so I don't need them coming out to the ring trying to Distract me from trying to keep Ox from going crazy yeah. So I'm hoping Luca does His job and
0: put, puts Trey away Yeah I mean it's going to be a good matchup Trey's been on a little bit of a roll here And um Again the X Factor there's There's three members of Primetime Heat There's only two members of SPF so um you know we touched on that a little bit and then yeah that rolls right into your guy uh ox adams with reggie banner and he's taking on code red um so code red the third member of primetime he we had you know he came in and he saw the he was the one that hit Jimmy with the, I don't know if it was a cane or whatever. It was hard to see. Like a bat. I think it was a bat. Okay. What? Yeah. Whatever object he hit him with, um, you know that, but that's how it is in the streets, man. You do whatever you got to do. So, but Uh, Hey, let let me tell you a little bit about about
1: Ox Adams though. Yeah. So one thing you don't, you know, I'm actually his therapist. Okay. I keep Ox Adams stable. Okay. So I need him to be under control and be cool and you know, composed and you know, a little sedated before he fights code red. And this is what I'm telling you. If anyone from Primetime Heat tries to come down there and mess with me and um Ox's game plan, you're gonna see a whole new side of Ox. You think he's you know, he's six foot twelve, he's peaceful, but you piss off his you know, his his people you're, you're in for a long night. That's all I'm saying.
0: Well, that's, you know, certainly a side that uh, I don't know if if we can handle, you know, being given the size of Ox Adams. But, you know, good to know, Reggie. And yeah. uh, we'll definitely keep an eye on that one. But that that's going to be a banger for sure. Uh, Code Red's no, he, he's not a by any means a small human being. So I think if anybody's going to take it to the six foot, 12 Ox Adams, it would be Code Red. So I agree. Good stuff there. And then we have our guy, Tim Theory. He is going to be taking on Harlan Calix with Mike Payton. Uh, Mike Payton's another one that gets on my nerves, man. I shit, yeah. it's, it's just so many, so so many of these 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 smart ass managers and 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 wrestlers that just just rub me the wrong way, and it's it's hard to root for them, you know. So I'm I'm going to be cheering Tim on more than anybody else, but Harlan's a Harlan's an impressive guy too. He's he he's, is great shape you know not the most stable upstairs so that that could also i'm, I'm gonna call it now this is potential you know match of the night type deal here you think so could be yeah there's there's a few matches on here that i think could turn out that way i'm really looking forward to to arson versus v um we got joey versus dio bando and then uh God, that's, it's, it's going through these matches. It's hard to see like, you know, which one isn't a candidate for matches. Mm-hmm. These are all good matches. They're they're The matchups are great. You know, whoever booking this stuff is, is doing a great job at, at matching these guys up because that's going to be, <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> God bless you. So oh, thank <laughs> you. So that's that. So again, folks, that's uh, I know I sound like a broken record for that. The BPW future show, March 12th. That's this Sunday at the, uh, Battlefield Performance Center, 137 Aaron Lane, Broadheadsville, Pennsylvania. We are sold out. Sold out. Special 3 p.m. bell time. Um, But you can still get your tickets for Crash Course. That again, March the 26th. Later on this month, bell time, 5 p.m. Doors open at 4 p.m. Well, Reggie, another week, another day, another dollar.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: You know, next week we will be looking for uh, we'll be doing actually a review of the future show and uh, we will begin our preview for crash course. Cause that's going to be uh, just about 10 days away from our next podcast. So going to be another pack show next week. So make sure you tune in Reggie, any closing thoughts for the BPW nation? Listen, all I want to
1: tell you guys is come to the future show, watch the future show, and just be amazed by these kids. These kids have put in so much work, so much, you know, blood, sweat and tears and dedication to the battlefield. Like these guys, I promise you, you will see them on a bigger stage one day. That's all I got to say.
0: Awesome. And I second that for sure. I mean, coming up whether it's it's going to be part of these these future shows or if they're going to get onto the main show, uh it's uh, every month it lots of lots of good stuff coming up for these guys but i know they're all working hard they they have the best training facility the best trainer in Alpha, and uh i mean who else would you who else would you rather train with and then somebody that has literally this the business has he was born into the business i mean that he was born in a ring in the ring yeah dude it just doesn't happen because you know you're you're looking back and you're passing on all that knowledge and i mean it's it's just wild so if anybody you know wants to come out and train get in touch with us on facebook um send us a message on the battlefield pro wrestling facebook messenger and we will get back to you you know you could come here to train to be anything you you could be a wrestler you could be a manager valet uh the commentator ring announcer whatever you want to do um if you want to be part of this business we'll find a place for you so definitely give us a shout and um that's it for me man i uh getting ready to get in the not into character because I mean, I don't really play a character, but I'm gonna get my mind right to try and get my zen where it needs to be so I can give a good performance on the commentary table with Dude, Johnny B. You got I, this, I will for sure, man. I appreciate the support. I'll see you there. It's gonna be cool to. To actually you know, meet you face to face. I mean, with technology, we get to see each other online. You know, yeah. we, get to, we get to talk on the phone, but uh, you know, it'd be nice to shake your hand. In person,
1: well, so. I'm going to shake your hand before I put my romper on. So it's going to be
0: okay. <laughs> my god All right, Reggie. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see everybody next week. Big Joe for Reggie Banner. We're out. Peace.
2: And only you can even stop it. I'm thinking about my life and all the profit. profit. Each and every day training, remaining. remaining. There is no time for the explaining. We are BP, we are, B-B-A-R. B-B-A-R. we I feel it in my soul, I feel it in this world, i got to take control, I feel it in my mind, I feel it in my pride. I feel BBW, yeah, it's my time, my phone. I've been waiting for days, to think about my time in the maze, I'm coming out in truly ungrazed. everything that I did to get paid, I'm waking up, nobody hit never stopped me, moving with the punches and jabs is coming Rocky. moving through this world, yeah, movement just has been sloppy, there's nobody in this world could top me, remain, the greatest forever, get your mind together, uh, and I am doing this no matter the weather, got the feeling, already know that I'm healing, I got my time in the ceiling, moving all way up to the sky, there's nobody else ever to fly. I came back from the dead to begin, I have no other choice but to win, yeah, we are.